minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Through the years, many tears have been known among our people, and we pray we'll never see those tears again. We believe that we receive the mighty helping hand of heaven, always guiding us to the palace of Hashem. Many times, many crimes have been thrown upon our nation, and we pray we'll never see those crimes again. We have faith and trust Hashem above will care for His creations, uplifting us, the children of Hashem. Here we stand on solid ground with hearts of gold, His nation's soul. Together we all pray, both young and old, with hearts of gold. Our hearts of gold keep beating on, they sing out loud, forever strong. We know one day we'll stand in our homeland with hearts of gold. What's going on? Can you remember happy days? Where have they gone? Life goes by so fast, nothing seems to last. People feel the squeeze is on, it's really a shame. Can you hear the thunder? Do you feel the pain? So many tragedies, disasters, so insane. Seems to be no end to this terrifying trend. Everyone you talk to feels the same. But many happy days are coming now, so won't you please listen to me? We will be singing, dancing, laughing, everybody just you wait and see. Miracles, amazing wonders, like no one's ever seen before. Finally the magic moment we have all been waiting for. Yes, many happy days are coming now, so won't you please listen to me? They will be singing, dancing, laughing, everybody just you wait and see. Miracles, amazing wonders, like no one's ever seen before. Finally the magic moment we have all been waiting for. We have all been waiting for. wonder and I dream about the day when everything is grand home in our land we have awaited and believed in for so long close your eyes imagine as we gaze with awe and pride together we behold Who is the goal of 
J.M. in the A.M. Isaac and Rubenstein, a uh, a group, a duo that we're going to become more familiar with next week because they're going to be joining us here on J.M. in the A.M. from Israel. Uh, they were part of a group that uh, you might remember from years ago. We'll discuss it all on Monday. I believe that's the day. Is it Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday's the day they're going to be visiting us via telephone here at uh, J.M. in the A.M. Uh, again, Isaac and Rubenstein, that's Odcha and Shomer Yisrael. You heard Vichol Amcha from a brand new album. Uh, <laughs> a brand new album entitled, let me get this right, Shiduchim Bein Klal Yisrael. Right? I just want to make sure I have it right. 
Shaduchim be Kal Yisrael. Or Bay Kal Yisrael. Brand new album from an outfit that calls themselves Neshama Productions. And that was sent to us yesterday, again proving that we are just <laughs> inundated on a daily basis with brand new music. How, many, how much brand new music did we insert overnight since the last JM and the AM? Since the last JM and the AM, I believe we have put in about 20 brand new songs. Yeah including a five that we uh, were sent from Isaac and Rubenstein, which gives, which gives us a, a taste of what they've released in the past. And we'll talk about the brand new single that's dropping on Monday. We'll do that on Tuesday here at JM in the AM. Uh, we actually played one of their selections over the last couple of weeks. Just trying to find it here. Um... I don't remember which one. Oh, here it is. Adon Alum. We've been playing Adon Alum here at JM and the M. Uh, anyway, it's the Isaac and Rubenstein story. Uh, before that, the Stamen family. All right, excuse me. Before that was the um, Shaduchim album. Kel Adon from the Stamen family. Michal Przanski's Don't Hide From Me. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a... Wednesday on this 31st day of May. Can you believe five months of, of 2023 are gone already? Unbelievable. The 11th day in the month of Sivan. You know what that means for us. Today is a, uh, is a difficult day. I don't want to make too much of it in terms of its difficulty. Thank God we're, uh, we're good and healthy and able to make it through the day, but it is, um, it is hard for those of us who were so close with Mayor Weingarten to not be somewhat sad on a day like today. The 11th of Sivan is Mayor's second yard site, Mayor Nahum Ben David. And uh, kudos to those who are going to be visiting Mayor later today. There's a group of, uh, of friends that are going to be um, gathering in Beit Shemesh at the 6.45 tonight, before Shkia. 6.45 tonight. To be together on his uh, yard site. And, um... And, uh, like I say, for us here in the JM and the AM world, I said to someone yesterday, I said, um, no matter what we do, and and trust me, we have a lot of great people here at this network. But no matter what we do, and no matter how we divvy up the mayor's responsibilities, and you know, there there will never be anybody like him. And uh, he was a unique, very generous, wonderful person. Um, the way you heard him on the air was the way that he he was in all aspects of his life. Took all the important things very seriously and uh, was such a, I can't even describe what kind of friend he was. Uh, I always say that, um, <laughs> I always say we met, we we met formally in person, shook his hand for the first time in January of 1989. Um, and uh, 10 months later, he was an aide at our wedding. Just to show you the, the speed with which we became very, very close friends. 
anyway. So I appreciate those who are acknowledging the day, those who lit candles and are saying uh, Tehillim and learning Torah in Mayor's memory today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, the um, Again, his name, Mayor Nahum Ben David, so keep him in mind all day long. Listener Tikva from Israel writes, Boker Tov, sad day for the NSN and its listeners. Yeah, again, it's a sad day. Um, but uh, we do have so many incredible and amazing memories of our dear friend that keep us going. But days like today are a little bit challenging. Rabbi Benji Kramer, who, who uh, every single week discusses the Hebrew language and does a segment called Meir Milim in memory of Mayor Weingarten. He's going to join us after the 7 o'clock top of the hour. He'll have some thoughts regarding today, the 11th of Sivan, uh, Mayor's Yard site, and I appreciate the fact that he'll be doing that. Later on today, it's a live lunch with Essie Zweig. That'll start 11 a.m. Eastern time, a Wednesday Z-Report live lunch. Make sure to be tuned in for that. And um, all of our great Wednesday programming will will go through the schedule a little later on. Don't forget, Sunday is the parade. Sunday is parade day. Um, yeah, Sunday is parade day. We'll be broadcasting from there, courtesy of our friends at the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. We'll start about 11 a.m. Eastern time. Catch all the action at NahumSiegel.com on our homepage. That's where the video will be embedded. Um, so make sure to be tuned in and I can't stress enough how important it is. And thank goodness the weather's supposed to be spectacular, but I can't stress enough how important it is to come on out and support Israel. Again, the headlines are being grabbed by those who have outrageous statements to make about the state of Israel. Again, the anti-Semitism is being, is being, uh, covered up, masked by the anti-Zionism, anti-state, anti-government that so many people are preaching around the world. I know we always say it's never been more important, but um, in a way, in a way, this year it's true as well. It's never been more important to take to the streets and to demonstrate support for Israel and to celebrate Israel and salute Israel. And I hope everybody takes the opportunity to be on Fifth Avenue this coming Sunday for the Celebrate Israel Parade. Please be there. And by the way, we're at 65th Street and 5th Avenue. Come by and say hello. And um, we certainly look forward to greeting you. So I didn't realize this coming Friday it's supposed to be 90 degrees. Well, yeah, it's it's already June, right? (laughs) We should expect 90-degree weather at some point. (laughs) 65 Friday night. Then Shabbos, they're expecting some thunderstorms. Um, They're expecting some thunderstorms on Shabbos with a high temperature of 69 degrees. Wow, that's quite a drop. And then Sunday, partly cloudy and 70. So it looks like good weather for Sunday. I thought it was going to be spectacular the way they were talking about. Now it's, it's really good weather. Not spectacular, but really good. So I hope everybody out there takes advantage and comes out to the parade this coming Sunday. All right, more coming up. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition of JMNAM. All right, Benji Kramer is going to join us. It is, after all, the art site 
of our dear friend Mayor Weingarten. Uh, we'll discuss that and much, much more all happening on a Wednesday right here at JM in the AM. <laughs>
خطمون ها تشیقیم حسقتیم شوقیم لی براش امقدرین شون میتین لیوم از لغدت هترخک نومه اتسه از ملین دبر میکرد اخ بسوف ما شخشور عمرین بشکت בשנינו באותה סירה, קמים בחוץ לסערה, ואת אומרת, בואי לעיקרות, תנחם אותי, תן לי עוד סימן שיהיה טוב, ותקבל אותי, לא חשוב Thank <laughs> you. 
באולם. Give me harmony, let's go. 
Eitan Katz, Live in Jerusalem, volume number three. Kikarov, the name of that one. Farais, done by Kobe Brummer. Ellie Marcus, brand new Hashem's Fosai. Brand new Waterbury, Ataholeich. 
Avram Fried's hooked on a wedding to open up this set here. And America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world of women, AlchemSiegel.com, on the AlchemSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Final day of May 2023, day number 11 in the month of Sivan. Today is the second yard side of our dear Mayor Weingarten. And I thank those of you who've been pointing it out. I thank those of you who've lit candles. I thank those, I thank those of you who've been uh, saying Tehillim and studying Torah in Mayor's memory. Mayor Nachum Ben David. Again, Mayor Nachum Ben David. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Um, listener Judy Landy says she lit a candle for Mayor. Thank you very much. Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to join us on this day a few minutes from now right here at JMAM. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JMAM. הנשיא הרצוג מתייחס לשיחות ההידברות בבית הנשיא בתום ביקורו באזרבייג'אן ואומר יום בחירת חברי הוועדה למינוי שופטים הוא תאריך חשוב להוכחת האמון בין הצדדים. מדווח שליח גלי צהל שחר גליק. רגע לפני שחוזר ארצה מתייחס הרצוג למסע ומתן על השינויים במערכת המשפט ואומר יש אמון בתוך החדר הסגור אנחנו מנסים לייצר עקרונות יסוד ומשם לרדת לפרטים. באשר ליום בחירת נציגי הכנסת בוועדה למינוי שופטים אמר הנשיא זה תאריך חשוב כדי להוכיח אמון אבל זה תהליך ארוך ואני לא מציב דדליינים גורם בפמליית הרצוג התייחס לביקורת על חוסר ההתקדמות ואמר יש פערים בין מה שקורה בחדר למה שבחוץ יש אינטרסים ולחצים וגם הרבה ספינים שבאים לקלקל האווירה בחדר טובה משרד ראש הממשלה מאשר איש מוסד לשעבר נהרג בתאונת השייט באיטליה עם הפרטים, כתבנו המדיני יניר קוזין. בהודעה שנמסרה בשם המוסד נכתב כי ארונו של גמלאי הארגון שנהרג באסון השייט בעקבות תנאי מזג האוויר הסוערים באגם מג'ורה באיטליה הובא לישראל. וכי בשל שירותו בארגון לא ניתן להרחיב אודותיו. הודעה זו מתפרסמת לאחר שביממה האחרונה עלו בתקשורת באיטליה תהיות על נסיבות התאונה, או נכתב בהודעת משרד ראש הממשלה כי ההרוג הקדיש את חייו לביטחון ישראל במשך עשרות שנים, גם לאחר פרישתו. בהערכת מצב לקראת מצעד הגאווה בירושלים מחר, בהשתתפו סמפכ"ל המשטרה ומפקד מחוז ירושלים, אמר השר לביטחון לאומי בן גביר, נשמור על ביטחון הצועדים, גם אם לשר יש מחלוקת עם המצעד. כמובן שזה יהיה תפקיד של המשטרה לשמור, לאבטח, גם אם אני, אם השר, יש לו מחלוקת עם המצעד, מעל הכל השמירה על הביטחון של אותם צועדים. צריך שתהיה כאן אפשרות מקסימלית לחופש ביטוי. מותר להפגין במדינת ישראל על כל דבר, מדיניות שלי, שאנשים יוכלו להפגין גם נגד מצעד הגאווה. אני לא רוצה שיהיו מראות שאדם עם חזות חרדית או דתית אוטומטית מעוכב. משפט נתניהו, ראש האופוזיציה לפיד, יעיד בתיק אלף החל מ-12 ביוני. עדותו של לפיד, שכן כשר האוצר בממשלת נתניהו בשנים 2013 עד 2015, תתמקד בהארכת הפטור ממס לארנון מילצ'ן, שביקש על פי כתב האישום מראש הממשלה נתניהו לפעול בנושא. כתבתנו לענייני משפט אמר שונמי מציינת שמילצ'ן עצמו יעיד בלונדון שבועיים לאחר לפיד. ארבעה חיילים נעצרו על ידי המשטרה הצבאית בחשד לפגיעה פיזית קשה בפלסטינים, מדווח כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. המשטרה הצבאית החוקרת עצרה ארבעה חיילים, אחד מהם קצין בדרגת סגן, החשודים שגרמו לפגיעה פיזית קשה בעצור פלסטיני במהלך מעצר. סנגוריהם של הלוחמים מהסנגוריה הצבאית מסרו כי הם מכחישים בתוקף הפעלת אלימות כלפי העצור, וכי הוא ככל הנראה מעד בזמן שהוצא מהרכב. לדברי הסנגורים, הלוחמים דיווחו מיד על הפציעה והעניקו לעצור טיפול רפואי. חקירת מצח נמשכת.
יומיים אחרי התפנית בחקירת מותו של הנער שלו אפללו, זיכרונו לברכה. אלמונים ריססו כתובות גרפיטי בפתח ביתם של הנערים החשודים ברצח. מדווחת כתבתנו בתל אביב, אנה פינס. אחרי שהותר לפרסום שמו של הנהג, החשוד שדרס למוות במכוון את הנער שלו אפללו, חן זיו, חייל בן 19, כתובת גרפיטי רוססה סמוך לביתו בשכונת תל כביר בתל אביב, ובה רשום, חן תדבר, שלו רוצה את האמת. עד כה זיו שומר על שתיקה בחקירתו. במקביל, כתובת נוספת רוססה בשכונה, מחוץ לביתו של הקטין החשוד שדחף את שלו לכביש, ובה נכתב, אי אפשר להתחבא לנצח. מזג האוויר, ממחר הטמפרטורות יעלו במידה ניכרת ויעשה שרבי ברוב אזורי הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
with um, Yitzi Waldner and Yechiel Shron. song is called Mizmar Soda. Wednesday morning on this final day of May, day number 11 in the month of Sivan. As we've been mentioning, today is the yard site of uh, Mayor Nachum Ben David, our dear friend Mayor Weingarten. As I mentioned earlier, there are those uh, friends who are gathering in Beit Shemesh uh, later today, about 6.45 Israel time. Uh, at the kever, at the grave of uh, our dear friend Mayor, to commemorate the second yard site. And we are uh, here in the United States, reminding those around the world who were affected in a positive manner by Mayor and his incredible too short life uh, to light candles, to uh, say a prayer, to say some tillim, to uh, study some Torah, all in memory of Mayor Nahum Ben David. And as I always like to say, your help with that is greatly appreciated. I want to thank those who've been commenting on the app. A lot of people have wonderful things to say. In fact, listener Arnie, just a few minutes ago, cited Mayer's incredible research and preparation whenever he would do any type of segment here on JM and the AM. And that is so true. And, of course, on the Israel show as well and anything else that he was asked to do, including appearances on other radio programs and uh, media opportunities around the country. And... Um, yeah, he had a level of preparation and a level of clarity that is uh, to be admired, to say the least. And I thank those who are pointing it out 
on the uh, on the app. Listener Mensch says, I said some tillum for Mayor Nachum and David. May his holy neshama have an aliyah and be a source of blessings. He and his commentary are sorely missed on this network. I learned a lot from him. Yeah, he's missed all right. In fact, uh, right, Benji Kramer is going to join us in a second. And I said to myself, wow, <laughs> how appropriate a time frame uh, to, to speak to Rabbi Kramer about Mayor just after the 7 o'clock news. How many hundreds of times did I ask Mayor <laughs> to translate and explain and to comment on news items that were uh, at the top of the 7 o'clock hour for us out of Israel here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Benji Kramer is a Rebbe at Yeshiva of Flatbush. He is um, coordinator of educational technology at the Yeshiva of Flatbush uh, High School, and he is with us live via telephone uh, on this uh, Wednesday morning. Just so everyone understands, Rabbi Kramer is not just somebody who took on the mantle of Meir Milim, and he himself does amazing research each and every week to treat us to comments about the Israel, excuse me, about the Hebrew language every uh, Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern time. But in addition to that, Rabbi Kramer, uh, just like myself, very proud to call Mayor Weingarten a very close friend. And um, he, like so many of us, certainly uh, is thinking of Mayor on a day like today. Rabbi Benji Kramer, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. I think about Mayor pretty much almost every day. I mm. think about the questions I would have for him. Uh, I remember talking to him before his presentations and how busy he was and how, you know, questions he had and we discussed them and I miss those a lot. You know, what's funny, you know, and, and I talk about obviously missing our on-air interactions. I'm sure you know this. He and I had a policy that he would never, ever discuss anything with me off the air that he was going to bring up on the air. So you really were his, <laughs> were his sounding board in advance of his appearances on this show, you probably you probably knew the entire segment before me or any of our listeners did. Not the entire segment, but I knew a lot of the thought process, yes. <laughs> in fact, now I understand you had such an advantage when you would call in to comment. You probably had days to think about it because <laughs> he had run so many things by you uh, before those appearances. Look, you know what it's like to do research. You're, you're in the field of education. You know what it's like to do research. You know what it's like to be prepared to make a presentation. You have to, I'm sure, I'm sure you admired how incredibly uh, he prepared uh, and how thoroughly he prepared uh, for the appearances. And he knew that every single word, especially to a large crowd like this, uh, he knew that every single word was very vital. He knew every single word, you know, had to be used and, and, and weighed very carefully. So it wasn't just preparing, it wasn't just researching and preparing. It was also thinking in advance of how to present what he wanted to say. Exactly, exactly. And you could hear the deliberate speech coming from him right. when you listen to him on the Israel show and all the, all the presentations. All right, Kramer, uh, uh, you, you asked me, you asked me, and I'm glad you did. If you could join me this morning, and uh, certainly uh, the invitation is always an open one, especially on a topic like this, uh, that would mean to me that you have been uh, thinking of a specific thought, a specific uh, presentation regarding Mayer on this is sec yes. on this is second yard site. What do you have for us? So I I have become attached to Rabbi Norman Lamb's Asal's Drashot Lidarot, which is timeless, and they as the title calls it. His drashot that he gave uh, weekly in Yeshua, they only have a few of them, but one of them stuck out so much as reminding me of Mayer, and it was so apropos to who Mayer was and, and what he meant to us as well. Um, he gave a drasha 
on Shabbat, January 10th, 1967, <laughs> which was the last day of the Six-Day War. And he starts off his drug well, it, 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 it must, must have been June 10th, you mean? June 10th. Did right. I say, what did I say? You said January. June uh, 10th of 67. June, I'm sorry. June 10th, 1967, he, he started off saying, last week we were praying for the survival of our people, and today we're giving thanksgiving for the victory of our people. It was unbelievable speech. And he titled his speech, Three Long Lessons for a Short War. And that's exactly what he gave. And that's how Mayer thought also. He thought in the long term. He never thought about the short term and the immediate reaction of, of events. But he always thought in the long term. He helped us think in the long term. And he, he learned, Rabbi Lamb learned the three lessons from the Berkat Kohanim, from the priestly blessings that are in this week's parasha. It's interesting that that year, Parashat Nassau must have fallen out uh, before Shavuot because the end of the war was before Shavuot. That doesn't happen very much. That might happen next year, actually. I'm not sure. Well, that, first, and, that, and, I think, and I think that's only in Israel. I think Nassau can only be before Shavuot in Israel, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think that's true. No? Uh, Nassau can be? Uh, Nassau can be before Shavuot? In you know what? As you talk, I'll be looking it up. So go right ahead. <laughs> it's very, but I don't. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so the first of the lessons comes from the first blessing: Yivarechacha Hashem Vishmerecha. God should bless us and watch over us. And Rabbi Lamb quotes a Sifrei Zuta, an ancient uh, text from our, our rabbis uh, in the time of the uh, Gemara, um, and they talk about these uh, mazikim that Hashem protects us from our demons. Right. And he quotes a Targum, uh, a translation into Aramaic of Yonatan ben Uziel, that talks about two kinds of demons that try to harm us. He calls them the sons of dusk, those are towards the evening, and sons of dawn. Two kinds of demons, two kinds of enemies that try to harm us. Some appear to us to be dark, and they're very clear enemies, and we know those enemies. And some look like they're bright, look like they're our friends, and Hashem has to protect us from those uh, as well, or maybe mainly from those. And Mayer spoke to us all the time about different kinds of enemies that we don't necessarily see, that are less obvious, not just on on the political front, all, all kinds of enemies that we have to have our eyes open to. And I thought that those words, Rabbi Lamb said, may Hashem protect us from our friends, and we'll take care of our own enemies. Right. That's, uh, oh, brilliant. The sec- yes, the second lesson. Ya'er Hashem Hashem should enlighten us with his faith and show us chen. Chen is a very hard word. I actually have a meir milim on chen. Uh, he should show us grace. But Rabbi Lamb quoted another sifrei, which which had a different line. Yitain chencha be'inei habriot. That chen banecha, sorry. That God should show the grace of his children, meaning us, to all the people of the world. And he spoke about the thousands, hundreds and thousands of young men and women who volunteered to help in this very dark time when we really thought the state of Israel was going to be destroyed just 19 years after it was created. And these people, many of them had kipot, many of the women wore skirts, and they were very obvious that they were religious, and they were spreading the word, and they showed the graciousness. They showed the greatness of, of our people. And Mayer talked 
so much about us creating a Kiddush Hashem and the individuals that help us doing it. And, and part of it is just the way we treat other people. His, his line, he always ended his, his uh, show with, nice guys don't finish last, they're just running in a different race, right. is really who he was. And, and it was all about uh, showing our chen, showing our grace, showing how great we are, uh, not in a boastful way, but just by doing the right thing and being in the right place at the right time. And the final lesson, Yisa Hashem Panav Eilecha Ve'aseim Lecha Shalom, Hashem should, should show his, his face on us and, and bring us peace. He quoted again a Midrash, a Yalkut Shimoni. Peace, it says, is, all, is so great that even at times of war, it's necessary to have peace. And he pointed out that the word, and this is, I have to think about this for a mere milim, the word nitzachon, which means victory, comes from the word netzach, comes from the word eternity. And he said the military victory is not our goal. It's only the military victory that leads to an everlasting peace. Our character cannot be defined by, he first said, our character has changed over the last 20 years from a victim to a victor, but we cannot let the victor define us. And Mayer taught us so much about miracles that happen behind the scenes, miracles that happen right in front of us, and how much we have to notice the miracles and the victories that Hashem has given us in the past 75 years, on, on sometimes on a daily basis, but he also really uh, emphasized that these are from God. It's not us that are the victors only. It's God behind us, and we have to forward the message of God, which is the message of peace as well, if we have a partner for peace. He talked a lot about do we have a partner for peace, etc. But we have to seek peace. And, and I thought that those three messages, the message of who our enemies are, the message that we have to be graceful and gracious in the eyes of the world, and we have to see the miracles of God and always seek peace if it's possible. And he talked a lot about what is possible and what is not possible. I thought those three messages, what he called the long lessons from a short war, were very, very apropos for Mayor's Yard site. Uh, first of all, you are so right, uh, and I thank you for uh, for doing the research and for coming up with a perfect synopsis in many ways of uh, who Mayor was. And I, of course, have a lot that I want to add to what you just said. I don't know what your timetable is. I don't know. I don't know how uh, um, how pressed you I have, are. I have I have fifteen minutes. Oh, great. <laughs> Uh, first of all, the you know we often I talk about my partnership with him, and uh, right now I'll I'll talk about the partnership we had on the air, um, mm -hmm. and it was just it, what you just described in terms of the lessons that he um, tried to impart upon us. Um, it, it's very difficult. It's a it's a it's a it's a much more difficult attitude than the attitude that his partner generally had. You know, he and I, <laughs> he and I always, and, and I think that that's also Rabbi Lamb's greatness is you know as a real philosopher for modern times uh, and and a and a great Zionist. He he you know understood you know keep your eye on the ball keep your eye on on you know on on the future so to speak on you know what the eventuality that you're hoping for and working toward you know that type of thing. Um, first of all, we always talked about his uh, his tagline of "nice guys don't finish last; they just run a different race." He and I never agreed on it. 
<laughs> but but again, you know, seeing something, you know, in bigger picture form, obviously he's going to feel the way he did about it and me being a little bit more impatient and a little bit more uh you know, seeking immediate answers and and immediate action, uh you know, I'm going to look at it uh, quite differently and I, I don't think anything symbolizes that better and I'm sure you heard this many many times. It is how he started, I believe he started every time I heard a public presentation outside of this show that he did. He always included how the, how the general a feeling among the Jewish people and really in the world in general, the, the, the basic feeling, the, the rule as opposed to the exception is that people want things immediately. And he would always talk about Mashiach now, peace now, uh, you know, Absolutely. this now, that now. Everybody wants everything now, now, now. You know, everyone, everyone has to have everything immediately. And he, of course, would... Say it again, I'm sorry? Fast food generation. Say it again? Fast, fast food also. Right, the fast food, right, fast food generation, disposable items generation, right, correct. Everything, you know, rapid fire, it's got to be done immediately, and it has to be done in the convenient and and the most efficient manner possible, so to speak. So so he would always talk about how, but but nonetheless, he would always remind us, and this he always spoke about on the air, he'd always remind us that, you know, the geulah, and everything that we're looking for. You know, exactly, the Jewish sovereignty over Harabayit, the eventuality, please God, of the rebuilding of the Beit HaMikdash, the, you know, coming of Mashiach and and getting to what what will be you know real tzmichat gulatenu as opposed to reshit tzmichat gulatenu, all of that you know is a step by step process. So you Nachum Siegel, you know he would remind me with your long legs and large steps thinks that you know you can just leap <laughs> in, into that type of situation, but it takes it takes a long time to shed the uh, the um, cloak of galut and you know move forward. To, I mean one of the perfect examples of course was you know while I I'm talking about 1967 while I never understood you know why Rav Gorin's recommendations about what to do on Harabayat after the 67 war were never implemented or taken seriously by the government mayor was like yeah and what, what, what do you expect this is what this is how people this is what this is how they felt this is what it what, what they were inundated with for thousands of years not just that but that current generation or prior generations but you know thousands of years of you know that this is the way things are and it's really hard uh, to adjust when one is used to a certain system a certain way right he also reminded us all the time that we're not just in the Rashid, we're in the middle of the Gula. This is the Gula. Right. So the, and the Psukim and Yeshayahu and Yermiyahu that all screen out to us and say, wow, we're seeing this now. We are experiencing this now. The trees and everything. It's just the fact that we have a government. The fact that we don't tear Kriya when we see Are Yehuda, as Rav Zevin points out in his right. in his Sefer. I'll never Kimbala. forget. I, will not, I don't know if you remember this. Um it's one episode, you know, as part of so many things that happened that week. If you go back to August of 2005, so mm-hmm. uh, there was, of course, the disengagement, a terrible time uh, in modern Jewish history. Uh, not to comp- right. not to compare it to really, really terrible times in Jewish history, but you understand what I'm saying. It was, cer- <laughs> yeah. it was certainly a difficult week. And, and really? generally speaking, generally speaking, whether this is a good thing or bad thing is not important to discuss, but generally speaking... Those who were asked to leave or those who were forced to leave basically left uh, their communities in Gaza, uh, you know, in a respectful and dignified fashion, basically. Um, and again, not, not a criticism. That was their decision and, and to be admired that they, you know. But, but there, on the final day, I think it was Thursday because I think it was an operation that basically took place Monday through Friday of that week. Uh, on the final day, and I don't remember what town it was in, 
uh, there were um, there were people who decided to take up position on the roof, I believe, of one of the synagogues, and yes. and they said that they are going to you know take the cans of paint and uh, and different uh, you know and different liquids that they could find and, uh, and other items that are lying around, both solids and liquids, and they are going to rebel. They are going to uh, you know pelt the authorities, the police, and the army uh, with these objects and uh, and 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 with these uh, solutions, these uh, these liquids. And they're going to put up a fight. They're going to put up a fight. Yeah. Uh, do you remember where it was? I don't remember where it was. I, I think it was, it was the roof of the school, but I, I don't remember. It was. A, I think it was a two-word town. I think it was a two-word town. Anyway, so and this was happening on the final day. Now, I, again, because of my impatience and my frustration with the Israeli government, etc., I was. I, I said to Mayor, wow, you know, finally, I'm so glad to see some resistance to this. And he... Because he was yeah. a, he was a lot more level headed and certainly got the bigger picture. He said, "You know, no matter what, They're, say it again." The resistance was to our army and our correct. And he said, "If you're going to have a state and you're going to have an army, yeah, I I agree." It's now speaking as mayor, I agree. This was a terrible decision, the Gaza disengagement. But if you're going to promote and encourage and be happy with people who are fighting against our own army you know, brother on brother, and who are, you know, rejecting the, uh, you know, the government call for what needs to be done, even if they totally disagree with it, then what are we, what, what are we, uh, what's our eventuality? Do we want anarchy? Do we want no state? Like, what, what is it that we're looking for? And that, and that I is... Would add, go ahead. No, go ahead. I would add that those people who were protesting, who were always regarded by the media as the majority, and they were the minority. Uh, were people who were convinced and told by some of their leaders, unfortunately, that this is not going to happen. It can't happen because we're in the Gulag and it can't be a. Oh, a, a now you're now, now you're bringing up a completely different topic. That again was a very, very, very much discussed topic between me and Mayor off the air, and that was how our religious leadership certainly let down. So many by 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 as you just said, uh, projecting this idea that that this in disengagement it, it would be impossible for this to actually happen, and then when it did happen, I mean you know obviously you, you, it was devastating religiously and state wise it was devastating for many of these people. Again, they're a minority, yeah, but it was extremely they some of them didn't get over it even. Yeah. It was so devastating. So my point, my point is that as people were tuned into this show for decades, and thank God I got to work with him for decades, um, mm -hmm. people were getting, uh, I don't want to say a balanced approach, just different perspectives. You know, I, w I was certainly representing the part of people, because I think there's part of us in everybody. I think there's part of my attitude in everybody of impatience and, and hope for, you know, change as immediate, you know, positive change as immediately as possible. And then, of course, Mayor, you know, represented the, uh, the other half of what, you know, rational people uh, have inside them, which is got to be patient, got to understand the process, have to you know, have to keep in mind uh, the teachings of uh, of both uh, uh, Tanakh and our Torah giants who followed uh, the Tanakh. We have to keep all that in mind and and continue to proceed toward the ultimate goal. And uh, you know that's why you know a day like today, his second yard side, I, I miss him so much. As you said, we miss him every single day. 
and and there are things that of course you and I can't bring to the table that he was able to and that and that's something that we you know now have lost because that he was he was unique in that way irreplaceable in certain ways uh, but I think that the you know the, the sum of the parts are, are always it, you know the total is always great in in certain situations the total is greater than the sum of the parts and I think here he brought such an important perspective and such an important aspect of education history the, uh, talking about the present uh, reminding everybody what the goals are in the future you know he he brought such a an important perspective uh, to all of this that we do that um, uh, you know, the total was greater than the sum of its parts, and that's uh, yeah, there. Yeah. There are a lot of reasons why we, why we miss him today. And you remember yeah. one of the most. And I'll I'll never. Uh, I've been thanking people who lit candles last night in his memory. I've been thanking people who've been saying Tehillim and learning Torah today in his memory. Mayor Nachum Ben David, and all that is so appreciated, especially because there's very limited, uh, you know, family um, uh, situation. So his friends have taken on the responsibility, including going tonight to the cemetery at six 45 Israel time in Beit Shemesh, uh, to visit him before sunset tonight. So, you know, our circle of friends have certainly come through. Um, but I, I also have to go back two years, two years ago today. Uh, well, it wasn't, it wasn't today, but <laughs> two years ago on the day of the funeral, when, yes. <laughs> when so many people who had never met him, who had never met him, came to the funeral and felt that they that they were had such a kinship with him, and that he was such an important part of their lives. They felt they had to come and actually be at the funeral itself in order to say goodbye, and that I think tells you know a big part of this whole story. Absolutely, yeah. He was a he was a rebbe for many many people and a leader and someone they looked up to and they looked to for analysis and understanding. Of so much in our crazy world. Yeah, how many times a day do you say to yourself, "Oh, I got to call Mayor and discuss this with him"? <laughs> he's he's still in my speed dial. I haven't taken him out. But, uh, <laughs> but how many times I say to myself, "Oh gosh, do I need him just for some clarity or some analysis?" Or I sometimes I would joke with him, "I need you to tell me what to think about this topic." You know, <laughs> I need you to tell me what I'm supposed to be thinking about. You know, what my opinion should be. Uh, anyway, exactly. he is very, very much missed on this second yard side, and I thank all the listeners that have been participating with us in uh, not just listening to what we're saying, but uh, really appreciate um, remembering him and memorializing him on this day. You know, you mentioned Parshas Nusso. He, of course, uh, passed away Friday night of Parshas Nusso. Um, exactly. You know, Shabbat Parsha Nusso, this coming Shabbat. Uh, is is on on the Parsha calendar is his yard site. By the way, um, yet another topic I would have brought up with Mayor. So I think so you're right. You're right. I looked it up, and you're right that Nusso even in Chutzlaretz can be before Shavuos. The only thing I would say is I there's something in my head about an exception, and the only thing I would say is it's impossible for it to happen in a regular year. It can happen in a in a uh, leap year. But it can't happen in the regular year. I don't know why I think that's true. And by the way, I may be a hundred percent wrong. But you know, I'll follow up with all, with all the appropriate people to see if I'm right or wrong. Uh, there's a there's a uh, an idea that the tochacha, the the rebuke of of the Jewish people, which is the end of Vayikra, is supposed to be two weeks before Shavuot. Right. The week before Shavuot is supposed to be Bamidbar, and sometimes it's not. Right. The other one might be the one that I'm thinking of where it could only happen in Chutzlaretz, uh, meaning it could only happen in Israel. And that's Veschanan before Tishabov. 
I think it's always Dvarim before Tishabav and Chutzlaretz, and we follow that rule. And 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 it can happen that Veschanan is before Tishabav and Israel. I believe, I, you know, I don't, remember, I don't remember that at all. I'm, I'd be very surprised by that. But okay. No, I, I, could, I could be 100% wrong on this. The only thing that, and, I, and I'm thinking about this obviously as I'm saying it, so I could be 100% wrong on that. I'm sure we, there are ways to find out and to figure it out and to research it. But the only thing I'm thinking is that when this whole issue, and by the way, this is a real hot-button issue. If Mayor was on the air with me this morning, I'd be yelling and screaming at him about this. Uh, I, 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 I resent the fact. Yes, you heard, you heard the word, resent. I resent the fact <laughs> that we are a partial off from Israel. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. However, it would be extremely divisive. There would be times when you would go across the street to a shul and they'd be laying Parashat Nasso and then the other shul would be in Baalavka. It would be extremely divisive. In our day and age, without true leadership, let's put it that way, uh, to try to do such a thing. Oh, in other words, in other words if we made an attempt to get the whole Jewish world to, as an example, read Nusso last Shabbos afternoon, right? If we made an attempt to do that, to read the entire Parsha and be completely caught up this week by Aloscha with Israel, you're saying half the people around the world wouldn't do it anyway. Would not do it. It would be extremely divisive. Um, all right. I hear what you're saying. Again, you're taking the wine garden perspective on this. <laughs> Because that's exactly how he would have reacted, frankly. Um, uh, the only, all right, so we're just back to my point before we wrap up. I, I, be, I don't remember again. You know, there's an exception somewhere with this whole parsha catch with this whole parsha catch up. There's an exception somewhere um, where either Nusso, you know, I don't know if it's a Nusso thing, if it's a Veschanan thing, whatever it is. But the what frustrates me about this whole parsha. Um, uh, system is that it's based on Dvarim being before Tishabov and Chutzlaritz. A lot of it, yes. And I, because, and again, that's why I think that it is possible for it to happen in in Israel, or maybe when Tishabov is on Shabbos, it could be Veschanan, something like that. I don't remember exactly. There's some exception somewhere. And it ends up that the rule is in place because of the schedule in Chutzlaretz as opposed to what's happening in Israel. And I think it's, and that's another reason why, you know, I get frustrated by it and resent it because I think it's high time that uh, just like, you know, uh, you know, Talmud Bavli obviously was more prominent than Talmud Yerushalmi because of the personnel and the amount of scholarship that was going on in Chutzlaretz in that era. I think it's time to recognize that the true center of the Torah world today and of the Jewish world today is Israel with all due respect to our friends in central New Jersey. <laughs> Absolutely. You're right. But I don't, I don't you see Rabbi Kramer, you be, you become my new sounding board. <laughs> uh, it's unbelievable. You're bringing me, you're bringing me back <laughs> to, to the good old days. And I could yell, yell and scream at mayor about all these things and have him <laughs> calm me down. Uh, anyway, I, I think, and, and we'll clarify all this because I'm sure the next time Rabbi Heber's on, I'll be yelling and screaming at him about the whole Parsha thing. So <laughs> I'll, cl- I'll clarify all of this before uh, discussing this on the air again, Belina there. Uh, Rabbi Benji Kramer, thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you for your continued dedication to Meir Me Lim. 
and uh, uh, we should just continue, continue to uh, to remember Mayer and continue to do uh, the important things in his memory that will continue to educate and inspire the people of Israel. Amen. Amen. Tadarabah. And by the people of Israel, I mean the people of the nation of Israel. JM in the AM on a, uh, oh my gosh, are we behind schedule? Uh, JM in the AM on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast, final day of May. Today's the 11th of Sivan, as we remember Mayor Nachum Ben David. Mayor Nachum Ben David is the second yard site of Mayor Weingarten. Uh, sometimes I don't realize how much I miss him. As much as I miss him, and I always talk about how much I miss him, which is 100% true, I didn't realize even to this extent how much I miss him until this conversation. Um... Yeah. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Harav Zebner Beelsev Levi, Zechanishmas Esther Basar Beelsev Levi, and of course today, Zechanishmas Mayor Nachum Ben David. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Parsha Sekev, Mo Hashem Lokecho Shomimcha. What does Hashem ask of you? Kim Liyiras Hashem Lokecho, Loleches Becholderachov. Only to fear Hashem and to go in all his ways. We learn in Perkyavos that we should be like the servant who serves his master, not for the sake of receiving reward. The end of the Mishnah says, and the fear of heaven should be upon you. The great Musa giant, Reb Itzla Petterberger, asks the following question. In the beginning, the Mishnah says to serve Hashem me'ahava, out of love. Yet at the end of the Mishnah, to serve Hashem with fear. Why is it that the beginning of the Mishnah tells us that we should serve Hashem ba'ava? At the end of the Mishnah, it says serve Hashem with fear. We know that the level of serving Hashem with love is higher than serving Hashem out of fear. Once one has already achieved the madrig of serving Hashem with love, why do we have to add that a person should have yiras shamayim, fear of heaven? The Tan is teaching us that even after we reach the exalted level of ahava, a person still has to serve Hashem with yira. Without the foundation of yira, it is impossible to have the ahava. The great tzaddik, the Babasali, once went to visit Rav Alephandri. Rav Alephandri gave him a bracha, and Babasali wanted to give him a bracha in return, saying that the blessing of a humble person is something substantial. Rav Alephandri responded, You are a great person. You are especially worthy of giving a bracha, like it says in Tehillim, Ki gavar Hashem. This generally is interpreted as, Who should be blessed? the man who fears Hashem. However, it can also be read, who is capable of giving the greatest bracha? The one who fears Hashem. With that, Babasali gave the bracha to Rav Alafandri. One of the very first things that we say each and every morning is Yiras Hashem Hi Tahira. We talk about the purity of the fear of Hashem. The reason that we say this first in the morning is for us to understand that our entire day we work on Yerashamayim. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
the AM. On this 11th of Sivan, it's uh, difficult not to remember that uh, Mayer was the fourth Kolachai. He was the fourth uh, Goldschmidt brother. Mayer was the one who brought the uh, Kolachai group to our attention to begin with. And uh, how beautiful, how incredible is their music. In fact, they performed, or I should say they sang on the day of Mayer's funeral in Israel. And I think they asked me in advance what my opinion was about what they should sing, and I, I said it had to be uh, Hine Matov. Hine Matov, because of the word Shevet Achim Gam Yachad. In fact, maybe we'll do that one next here at JMNAM. Uh, we're commemorating uh, Mayor Weingarten's second yard site here at JMNAM. And I thank you very much for tuning in on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast. Final day of May. Don't forget this coming Sunday is Parade Day. Thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. They'll bring you the uh, all the action through us, broadcasting from 5th Avenue and 65th Street this coming Sunday starting at 11 a.m. Make sure to be tuned in at MalcolmSiegel.com. Want to wish a mazel tov to uh, Mayor Fertig and the enti- Tani Fertig, of course, and the entire extended Fertig family. Uh, the big wedding uh, took place on Monday in Israel, Tehila and, um, and David. Mazal Tov saw, saw a whole bunch of the wedding. I watched so much of that video. <laughs> it was so beautiful, so incredible. Really amazing. So Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. As the um, Chassan and Kala and both families are celebrating Sheva Brachos in the Holy Land. I want to thank those who are commenting on the app. Feel free to uh, comment. Go to uh, the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Oh, here it is. Listener Chaya says, Kalachai is a great tribute to Mayor. They called him their fourth brother. They sure did. She also wrote, Missing Mayor. Thank you, Nahum and Benji, for the beautiful tribute. Yep, well deserved. Daniel says, Good morning from AJA Carpool number 204. Wishing Mazel Tov to our eldest, Gila, on her eighth grade graduation today. Mazel Tov Gila from all of us here at JM in the AM. That's nice. Listener Jeff, every time I hear a Kolachai song, I think of Mayor of Blessed Memory. He introduced all of us to what is my favorite singing group. Wow, that is nice. That is nice. Um, listener Devora wants to know how you and Mayor met. Oh, wow. <laughs> how did Mayor and I meet? Um... I don't know if I have this totally in the in the uh, chronological order, but I believe Mayer wrote me a letter around uh, Elul time in 1988, a letter that I still have somewhere, I believe, even with the fire and everything. I think we still have the letter. Oh, maybe. May have been, it may have been hanging on the wall. may have been destroyed. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, uh, we used to, he and I used to joke it's the Dear Mr. Siegel letter. Uh, he was uh, correcting me because instead of instead of reminding people to say Ladavid in Elul, I would say remi- I would remind people to say Ladavid Hashem. And he said either there, and he said there's a period after Ladavid. Either you have to say Ladavid or you have to say Ladavid Hashem Ori. And of course, that's why I started to say Ladavid Hashem Ori instead of instead of Ladavid Hashem. So that was our first correspondence, I believe, maybe. Maybe there was a correspondence or two before that. I just don't remember. Uh, but I don't think I ever acknowledged that letter, and then he sent another letter, 
which I ended up acknowledging. And we ended up meeting because our dear friend, Larry Waxman, mutual friend, person responsible for my career, davened with Mayor in Chovavei in Yerushalayim. When I was in Yerushalayim in January of 1989, um, we met after davening. He introduced us and we met after davening. And we started talking, I guess, about the show and about you know different things. He had this idea of doing a trip to Israel, which we ended up doing a few months later. The most successful one was in May. Was it May? Oh, no, it was the summer. Our most successful one was the summer of 1989. The first one. And um, and as I said, uh, we, we got so close so fast, had very similar upbringings in a lot of ways. Fathers very involved in the founding of the state of Israel from, from thousands of miles away. Uh, you know, very distinguished European mothers. Of course, his mother is... Uh, uh, Baruch Hashem still around. She should live and be well, Mrs. Weingarten. I mean, I, I don't know if she was officially European. Cause I think she wasn't she officially. I think he used to tell us she was born in Australia. Anyway, she ended up being uh, one of the evacuees as a kid from the Gush at the time of the War of Independence, and um, and grew up, I believe, near Tel Aviv after that. But anyway, very proper. We both had very pr- prim and proper mothers. <laughs> And we had a very similar background in many, many different ways and uh, got very close. And as I said, by the time I got married that November to Stacy, he was an aide under the chuppah at our wedding. That's how close we were. Really amazing. And today I can't believe we're talking about the fact that he's gone already for two years. And I thank all of you for uh, for joining uh, joining me in this tribute. Um, listener Devorah says one day mayor took over the show for you I re- requested have a Nagila the Labadic one where it says da- it says dance circle circle around and around he said no way am I playing have a Nagila well he and I he and I actually had this uh, <laughs> we had this um, uh, mixed well we had different feelings about different songs there were things that I felt had to be played on certain occasions because of tradition. And I mean, the, the most, the most, you know, controversial, so to speak song, uh, or the song that led to the most controversy between me and him were of course, was of course, uh, on two I mean, that was clearly the one that had the most uh, controversy surrounding it. <laughs> what, what were the real lyrics? And that lasted for years. Uh, shortly before he passed away, it may have been the Tubishvat before he passed away, where he found a a version with the lyrics that he, you know, that he was always promoting. Um, after all the years of me telling him that uh, that I'm right, that there's only one set of lyrics. Anyway, um, so there was so when it came to having Aguila, he 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 was always against playing it because he he was upset that the that 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 hockey arenas and baseball stadiums around the country had basically hijacked the song. <laughs> to use as a musical interlude during games, so he felt that Havana Gila was completely, uh, you know, taken off of its uh, proper track, off of its proper musical track, and uh, was um, diverted to a completely different area of entertainment. So that was the uh, that was the Havana Gila thing. So if he yeah he would do anything for any listener, uh, but if he if he refused to play a song, I could see it being that one. Anyway, uh, JM and the AM on a Wednesday morning broadcast. 
Again, a reminder, parade day on Sunday. Make sure to join us. Listener Julia said, Israel and Chutzlaaretz are always caught up by Devarim. There are no double parshos in Devarim until Nitzavim. We're always caught up by Matos Masa. Yeah, I get it. And, and, I, and I totally understand. And for those of you who are of the opinion that it's always, even in Israel, it's always Devarim before Tishabov, and even in Israel, it's always Bamidbar before Shavuos. No problem, and that may be true. I have to research it. But the but the fact is, and this I have to check with Rabbi Heber, but I believe he and I have discussed this more than once on the air. The fact is that the whole that that the 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 way that we uh, arrange the Parsha schedule from you know Pesach until Devarim. Pesach until Tishabav is all because of a chutzla aretz, uh, a, a, a diaspora rule or diaspora um, uh, custom of Devarim being before Tishabav. And I, and I don't know what that means. I don't remember how that is, but I'm going to find out and we'll certainly discuss on the, I'm going to try to, maybe we can get her by Heber on tomorrow. We haven't had him on in a while. Maybe we'll just get him on tomorrow so I can yell and scream about being off uh, uh, Parsha with Israel. Why not? Why not? Let's do that. Let's let me do some yelling and screaming. How the center of the Jewish world has to be Israel, and the fact that we're accommodating or allowing Chutzlaretz to do something differently is just doesn't feel right. Just doesn't feel right. JM and the AM coming up on eight o'clock Eastern Time at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.
the Hine Matov selection I was referring to earlier, Kolachai, on this Wednesday, the 11th of Sivan, as we remember our dear friend Mayor Weingarten here at JM in the AM. That is uh, quite a song, quite a message and quite a song. Uh, JM in the AM, good morning. Parade day is Sunday. Keep that in mind as we celebrate Israel together on 5th Avenue. We'll be broadcasting from 65th Street and 5th Avenue uh, you'll hear everything at NahumSiegel.com and, of course, the NSN app. You'll see everything on NahumSiegel.com on our homepage as we embed the video stream, live stream, on the homepage at uh, NahumSiegel.com. Thank you to our friends at the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. Again, thank you to our friends at the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com for sponsoring our broadcast this coming Sunday. Coming up at 11 o'clock this morning, it's Yassi Zweig and the uh, Z-Report Live Lunch. That happens at 11 a.m. Tonight, Charlie Bernhardt and an hour of Jewish Soul at 7 p.m. And Tani Talks Radio. Tani Gutterman has important topics every single week. Uh, this week, it's Find Your Inner Artist. Tani Talks Radio, 8 o'clock tonight, Eastern Time, right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Make sure 
to be tuned in. Um, all right. We have one more from Kolachai. Okay, we'll do one more from Kolachai. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> On this Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Be 
אדבר בך נכבדות, בשמך חבל, בשיר ידידות. על כן אדבר בך, בך, אדבר בך נכבדות,
Thank <laughs> you. אני אחראי רק על המנגינות. אני אלוף העולם, מליפול ולקום, כמו גדול, אדירי, כמו חול. אני נשרף אבל בוחר בכל יום להמשיך לחיות. אני אלוף העולם, בלרצות, לפחות, לנסות, אדירי. איך בסוף, אחרי ההפסדים, הניצחון הרבה יותר מתוק, אני אלוף העולם. אני אלוף העולם בלהצדיק חולשות ותאוות, היצר הוא מכר ותיק, מכיר כל טריק עתיק שהוא מחזיק בתיק. אבל תראי, יום אחד אהיה צדיק. עמוק בפנים כל מה שיש לי לא מספיק. בעליל, אני עכבר קטן והחיים חליל. נופל הבור כי לא מצליח להבדיל בין טוב לרע. ולאן כל זה מוביל? את משדרת עסקים כרגיל. אבל תכף ייגמר לנו הפתיל. אני אלוף העולם בליפול ולקום כמו גדול. את תראי כמו חול. אני נשרף אבל בוחר בכל יום להמשיך לחיות. אני אלוף העולם בלרצות. Shame in the AM with uh, Hanan Ben Ari, Aluf HaOlam. לפצות, להתנצל ולרצות, לחטוא, להתנקות, לחשוף, להתכסות. תגידי איך כותבים שירים עם אלף ציפיות, מיליוני צפיות. אני אלוף העולם, בליפול ולקום, כמו גדול, את כמו חול, אני נשרף אבל בוחר בכל יום להמשיך לחיות, אני אלוף העולם. Before that one from Hanan Ben Ari, you heard the uh, Menachem Moskowitz selection Mazel Tov, Micha Gammerman had Rakata, and you're listening to JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday morning broadcast. 
uh, coming up at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time. It'll be Avrami, excuse me, it'll be uh, Yossi Zweig with a Wednesday live lunch, a Z-Report live lunch with plenty of brand new music and more, as Yossi always brings us. Uh, that's happening um, again at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here at JM in the AM, or I should say on the Nahum Siegel Network. Um, there we go. Uh, thanks to those who are commenting on the app. Feel free to go to the app and uh, comment. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Brand new from Waterbury. This is JM in the AM. Shine towards me. What I thought I saw was not really that so beautiful, and nothing can compare. We fought so hard to get it while I sit here and neglect it. It's so beautiful, but I couldn't see yet. You see me running, oh, running back. Was blowing in the wind, but the signs kept on showing, and the light kept on glowing till the end.
song called Blue Skies from Isaac and Rubenstein, who are out of Israel, and we'll speak with them uh, next week. I believe Tuesday we speak with them live via telephone right here at JM&M. They have a brand new single coming up early next week. We'll preview that at some point, probably Monday right here at jm in the AM. Parade Day is Sunday. Thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm. We begin our broadcast about 11 a.m. Eastern time this coming Sunday. Make sure to join us for all the action. That'll be, um, again, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, NahumSiegel.com. The live stream will be embedded in our homepage. Of course, you can hear all the action on uh, the NSN app. And a big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm for making it possible at InjuryLawyer.com. Again, 
Injurylawyer.com. Um, brand new Arya Kunstler, big song. Everyone's talking about this song. Here he is at JM in the AM.
JM and the AM with Ari Goldwag and Yosef Kugler. Kavodo is the name of that one. JM and the AM on a um, Wednesday morning, 11th of Sivan. Today is the second yard site of Mayor Weingarten. My thanks to uh, those who have been commenting. Z Stein says, hard to believe two years have passed since Mayor's Tira really misses uh, wise and passionate thoughts on so many topics. Loved his Tubishrat Shurim. Yeah, so did we. That comes from Bubby Z. Um, J.A. Morris says, love the Waterbury song, especially when you're doing your morning run. This song, for some reason, reminds me of another new good one, Danny Palgon's Mayim Rabim. Oh, that's a good song as well. Uh, before the Ari Goldwag selection, you heard Akola Tova from Yoni Z, Arie Kunstler's Pishuli, um, here at JM in the AM. Sunday's parade day. Don't forget to join us, courtesy of our friends at the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. We'll be broadcasting from the parade, 65th Street and uh, 5th Avenue this coming Sunday, beginning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, and again, a big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to mention? Coming up later today, it's uh, Yussi's Weig and a Wednesday Z-Report live lunch. That happens at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Tonight, 7 p.m. for Charlie Bernhardt, an hour of Jewish soul, great cantorial selections, followed by Tani Gutterman. He's got another great podcast that we feature 8 o'clock on Wednesday nights right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Make sure to join him for that. Um, again, that is uh, 8 p.m. tonight here on NSN. I want to thank those who uh, have lit a candle, those who've uh, said a prayer, those who have studied some Torah in memory of Mayor on his second yard site, Mayor Nahum Ben David. Also, a special thank you to uh, our friends in Israel who are gathering tonight at 6.45 p.m. in Beit Shemesh at the cemetery to commemorate the second yard site. Much appreciated. And Baruch Hashem Mayer had a wonderful collection of friends. That's how great a friend he was. He was able to accumulate an incredible collection of friends over the years. And to Baruch Hashem, we do what we can to keep his memory alive. More coming up. Here's the aforementioned selection from Danny Palgon at JM in the AM.
depths of my heart I know that your love is a constant flow I see of my heart I know that your love is a constant flow I see and will always be
J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Shua Rose and a song called Hoshiani here at J.M. the A.M. It's brand new. Danny Palgon, brand new with Mayim Rabim. And uh, I want to thank all of our listeners who um, helped us remember Mayor this morning. I want to thank listener Sandy, the beloved Sandy Shinensky. She also uh, added some beautiful words via email remembering a mayor on this, his second yard site. So thank you to all the listeners who participated this morning in one way, shape, or form to remember our dear friend and somebody who uh, taught us a great deal over the years, all of us. Much appreciated, folks. Much appreciated, to say the least. Uh, coming up at 11 a.m., it's Jesse Zweig with a, a Wednesday live lunch, a Z-Report live lunch. Love all the brand-new music and more. That's at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, tonight at 7, Charlie Bernhout with an hour of Jewish Soul. Great cantorial selections. 8 o'clock for Tani Gutterman, another one of his important podcasts. Uh, that's coming up tonight at 8 uh, p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Sunday is parade day, as you know. Uh, that means we are uh, reminding everybody to be at the Celebrate Israel Parade on Sunday, 5th Avenue, New York City. Simple as that. If you can't make it, follow our coverage. Uh, it'll be on the homepage of NahumSiegel.com and, of course, the audio portion on the NSN app. Um, how do you follow? 
Just tune in, watch, listen, and enjoy. All brought to you by the Rothenberg Law Firm at InjuryLawyer.com. And a big thank you to our friends at Rothenberg Law Firm, bringing us, uh, bringing everybody around the world parade coverage this and every year. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at on the Nachomusical Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. My thanks to Benji Kramer for joining me earlier and remembering Mayor. Really beautiful segment, and I thank him very, very much. Uh, if you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Avrami will make sure that you are uh, put on the appropriate lists and get what you're supposed to get. And I thank him, and I thank you. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.